0: F- files radio. Radio radio, radio 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 exploring feminism and technology through space and time so i'm ashley my primarily right now my medium is film i recently took a documentary program and have been working on documentary for the last little bit. Um, I also am really engaged in community-based work and movement of all types, as well as interactive visuals. So it's a little bit about my practice. Yeah, I'm Leslie and
1: uh, I'm here today. Actually, I have my daughter, Leslie Jr. Uh, so if you hear her, that's my baby. Um, yeah, I'm an interdisciplinary artist, so, but I do primarily work with audio and visual is what I say. Um, I run a production company, so, um, I do commercial video projects, um, a lot of music videos, um, but I also do projection-based art, uh, for (laughs) musicians and performance, and I am very interested in the in the natural world, I, I do try and balance my heavy tech daytime with uh, a heavy nature downtime. So I, I garden a lot on the weekends and my partner is a horticulturalist. And so what? gotten into herbs and things like that in the last couple of years. Um, but I have a background in painting and uh, in, print, in print art as well. So yeah, it's a bit about me. <laughs>
2: Awesome. And how did you two meet or start working together?
0: We met at Saw Video, I believe. Yeah. I was a volunteer. <coughs> Leslie was working there. So that's just how, how we met and have worked on various projects through the years, music videos. I've helped Leslie on a bunch of music videos and yeah, just other stuff other video projects yeah
1: we uh we're talking we're we're like comrades in the in the in the filmmaking world so it's just been like us having conversations over the years about like what it's like working in film and then and uh and Ashley was doing some projection work as well she's done projections for um well my punk band Bonnie Dune, um and uh yeah, so we uh, got to talking, and, and that's how we started this project. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Super. So the way that I was introduced to your work for us by taking this, um interactive workshop discussion called Green Gazing as part of the HTMLs Festival, which is currently all online this year. Um, and but first, kind of drew me in was the title uh, of your project, Green Gazing. So I wonder um, what the title means. Uh, what was the inspiration? Is this a, a verb or an action to, to green gaze or how you describe it?
0: <laughs> I think actually the title, we were riffing off of different ideas when we were applying for grants and had a list going and for for me anyway personally i know that i was thinking and inspired a little bit by the idea of slow looking at the time it was just something that i was thinking about and we were just putting words together via google doc i think you know just like in different places putting words together in this document and it came together that way i believe and so I don't, it doesn't have, we didn't intend it to be necessarily have like a, that idea as an action, but I do think that we stuck with the name and it does inform, like it reflects back on our work all the time. So mm-hmm. it definitely has developed more of a meaning over time. And to think about, yeah, green gazing, it, we, you know, it's a question that comes up occasionally when we think about like visuals our visuals and like how do we want people to experience the work so
1: yeah yeah I I think like the I I think Ashley like officially came up with green gazing and it was just it made so much sense because it what it's like a projection it's 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 so much projection and movement together um but again like she was saying it's it's um it's an experience like it's it's so that you get in this like psychological environment while experiencing the movement with the plants with the projections it's supposed to be 100 percent immersion and so yeah once you are in in green gazing like you became subject to green gazing so it's it, it's like a cycle you think about like meditation fields and things like that so it's it's supposed to induce that kind of like immersion of meditation and the gaze is like you know like a little you know like you're you're uh hypnotized almost
0: (laughs) and i like that you brought up the idea that we don't necessarily need to center ourselves in the idea of green gazing, right? Like it's pretty open and the use of the technology, just sort of trying to bring the plants more, give them presence, more presence in the space that we share. I feel like that ties into it as well. So the gaze, it's like a totally embodied type of situation that Yeah I think it's not restricted to the people in the room necessarily or like the humans there's also like the non-human element that's there.
1: Yeah like with the plants it's so much like the technology just amplifies the voice of the plant and the idea and the whole concept of the project is to is to like re-green ourselves in like with technology like that technology is not separate from plants plants are not separate from humans you know that we are just reminding folks that you know even your house plants are like i'm just gesturing a giant plant in this in our conversation but uh they're they're listening to you man
2: (laughs) i understand that this project has been quite a long time coming. So what were your kind of, yeah, initial questions or how did this research kind of begin and how did the project take take form over this um, several years?
0: I like to think of the project, basically our entire artistic and otherwise relationship is like a series of conversations over such a long time. And sometimes they're really casual conversations. I'm pretty sure our first conversation was about it was so casual. And then we just kind of came back to it. So probably, like, for me, I know that at the time I was studying movement, but also studying outdoor education and thinking about eco-psychology. And I had a lot of questions come up. And then, you know, Leslie being one of my go-tos to sort of break down these, like, bigger questions like, I was having at the time about how movement spaces were so powerful for me, especially as I was going through a difficult time with grief, but then I was also noticing a lot of, uh, the, how there were a lot of problems I felt like in the spaces that I was in, where it's like there was all these positive benefits for mental health and other otherwise, but there was a lot of exclusion going on, very classes. it's very, classist, it's very uh, white-centered, able-bodied, like, a lot of issues happening, so I had questions about that and how do you balance, but also about nature. So, like I said, in outdoor education, it's predominantly white, it's a lot of, you know, upper and middle class, that sort of thing, and if I was interested in nature therapy at the time, but it's just trying to see, like, how do you provide the benefits of not just nature, but also the idea of recreation and play, you know, to people who re who maybe could benefit more like the most from it it just it was totally inaccessible um coupled with also just being interested in art and thinking about like how do you how do we make or create art that is also inclusive and challenging i guess Mm -hmm. part some of my questions that i started with
1: Yeah, I think that you, like, such a good point, like, our, both of our practices, I mean, can't help but intersect with justice-related principles, um, so, yeah, casually, casually when Ashley and I are having these conversations of, like, hey, how's work, (laughs) and in the film world, it's, like, it's, it's not easy being a woman, and it's, like, because, and, and, like, it's like on the daily. What kind of like microaggressions are you experiencing? Um, because we are we we are primarily technicians, so it would be us having conversations, these casual conversations, and then both of us using these like meditative movement spaces, like I was having having yoga practice, um, which I kind of usually say it's an exercise practice because. A lot of questions around like the appropriation of yoga um, in like this white um, culture, North American culture. Uh, And as technicians and people who are really interested in technology and how to use that in a healing space, um, Ashley had come upon these like 360 projection yoga spaces they have in like New York and LA. And we were like, this is so cool. I wish we had this where we were in Canada. Um, but then the more research we did, um, we visited a couple of them. We we're like, oh, these are really exploitative spaces. And and how do you as someone who's interested in justice? Um, um, and Ashley and I have both done stuff with like Rock Camp for Girls and like I did a video camp for girls program where it's like you're putting cameras in, in kids hands to and showing them like mentoring them with all like fem identified leaders um, because yeah sorry it's just like I've even been a part of programs where it's like there's male leadership for kids for young girls and like that's a program for feminist children and I was like I think women should be leading this like it's just so many problems in so many different areas of our work we were like how is it that when we even go to like escape this in meditation spaces it's like we're seeing these reappropriations and like this white centering and like Um, just uh, a lot of like borrowing or stealing of other cultures and like how do we create a movement space that is healing that is justice oriented um, so that as a participant with like different like with intersecting identities it's like how because with intersecting identities and you're brought into these spaces you're like you can't help but always like think like oh like how this space might not be for me or like how is the space is occupied by like primarily, um, able-bodied persons and like, how would this be for someone who is not like this? And, and anyway, I feel like I'm totally spiraled, but yeah, we wanted to create a project that uses technology, uh, to bring healing, um, but to never, never divorce it from the idea that like, You know, what community are we in? What land are we on? You know, what Indigenous history should we be honoring? Like, and contemporary issues that are with us that we can't keep out of our minds. So I just think that, you know, to, for us to have, to create like a healing space that doesn't talk about those engagements um, would be impossible. Like we just, would it's just not possible (laughs) for, for us
2: mentioned that you had kind of checked out some 3D immersive uh, projection yoga studios and saw you guys with some like enormous crystals so yeah I wanted to know where your research took you and if you if you found any good examples or if there was uh, any kind of really interesting uh, field moments for you
0: I, I mean, I think like we, we've checked out those different places and we have, we've had fun along the way, like just kind of little adventures in terms of more impactful though. I think it's, it's fun because like we're, we've been talking about this project is ongoing. It's a conversation. So we sometimes drop into each other's lives at like random places, you know, like going to visit each other at our family's place or like Leslie came in, visited me uh, when I was in residence on her you know like so we just cross and I find those to be more interesting because we get to integrate some whatever's going on with us at the time and also meet other people and explain our project and that helps us to you know brings up questions and makes us reflect in these different ways so I think for me it's the more casual just like along the way experiences that we've had you know
1: yeah, I agree that the more, the most uh, beneficial <laughs> um, research was just having our, our own conversations in kind of our own spaces. So we went. I was like almost this 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 time of year. Um, we went to LA. Um, I guess yeah, two years ago, and it was it was beneficial because it illustrated. I guess the problems that we thought there might be (laughs) but it was and it was almost relieving to know that it's not that complicated and that our ideas kind of were on par if not better than our contemporaries (laughs) Um, which were you know incredibly well funded and well uh, sometimes well executed. but that a lot of people's uh, uh, presentation images are uh, more spectacular than their actual experiences. So for instance, yes, we're going and and meeting the creator of Biddy Sprout, you know, it was a really interesting experience um, with the breathwork and plant workshop. But it was one tiny snake plant in a giant room. Um and it just it didn't infer any kind of nature and so that was like okay well that's not even close to what we want to do and when we started talking about our technology and our different ideas around um just uh, how we were going to be doing the plant data sampling um which we ended up using the a midi coding uh device created by tosca um it, you know, he was like, Yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> I was like, Okay, so there's no mystery here. <laughs> and then, uh, doing the projection based uh, yoga as well, um, it was a very, very rudimentary projection setup. I was like, Oh, okay, so you know, you just get a couple for projects, like we could do this in my basement and it'd be fine. You know? So, um, that was, it was interesting because we got to see all these things and how people present them and how people market them and how people capitalize from them. Um, as we mentioned in the presentation, the, um, we had originally thought we were going to be using the same kind of mini sprout, um, coding, uh, which was open source and, um, then it was privatized and, uh, And monetized so it became outside of our financial scope so um, it kind of confers in our own practice like you know follow your gut follow your mind follow your heart and and do your best like it's not and don't don't think about the other people's stuff because it doesn't matter early in the end doesn't at all
0: (laughs) I think also uh, some of the original intent or our, a big part of what we are interested in is building community. And from a personal standpoint, just like constantly being engaged in community building. And for, for me, or originally the idea is like, you're in this big space that's supposed to be really healing and you're moving with people, with body, other bodies. And it's such an opportunity to build you know, connections and collaborations and so often, you you know, movement spaces are filled with plants and everything looks beautiful. It's like an aesthetic that's like gorgeous, etc. But it's like a surface. And so that's I think also what we just kept finding is that even in that intention, like projection, you feel like people, the aim is to go deep, but it remains at the surface all the time. So just trying to keep that in mind and like, how do we how do we engage and, and help people to engage with each other as well as a part of our practice as some way to make our work different also
1: guess how we were able to sustain uh, it over the last five years is that, you know, through the Canadian granting process, um, it has provided us funding, but it also, it's such long timelines that we, you know, we kind of would be checking in uh, around grant deadlines or around project deadlines for applications for festivals such as this. Um, And we had another gallery exhibition that's been postponed until indefinitely. Um, But we first received research and creation funding from the OAC. And so, uh, but the process of applying for that, you know, that was almost a year out before we even received um, notification that we received the funding. Um, The, the technology is a bit, Costly, so that was one of the reasons why we wanted to get funding. But yeah, we we really, you know, it's something that moving ahead, Ashley and I are going to have to have conversations about where is our energy most important. You know, like will be the most important to to spend our energy because yeah, it's it's an interesting landscape right now for technology based arts and yeah and in movement practices it's it's something that's gonna be on hold for a while like we can't gather in a closed room so one thing i'm thinking about next summer ashley is getting us on a farm you know somewhere scale in the woods and get people really spread out and and try and do something like that because uh i don't think indoor indoor movement is is uh it's on on pause for a couple of years yeah.
0: and i mean i think that's okay too because the project even the intention of blending movement with art was all, like almost intentionally to get us out of both spaces to like challenge us to be not necessarily in just a gallery space not necessarily in just a movement space like it we were trying to open up concepts of where like what both of the practices you know so that makes sense as well and I also think that we've been very we have already been pretty intentional in terms of what we apply like based on either a call that seems like it might fit us or we would fit with the call or yeah, like we've applied to quite a bit, but also it has to sort of seem like it would make sense. And we sort of split the work to like who does which application now or try and like pass it back and forth. And from like practical standpoints, we have sort of like an online hub of the work over the many, many years. It's like pretty vast at this point. And, you know, I think like Leslie said, just like checkpoints of project deadlines and funding deadlines and and that's the practical side. And then we have that more artistic or personal practice side that also keeps us interested. Like we pass each other interesting articles or things that we, you know, that seem kind of related. So I feel like we're, we are in conversation so many different ways about the project, both formally and informally also.
1: Um, Definitely to parcel out time. Like, as you can hear, I have a young baby, and time is very precious. Um, But it's, it's, it is, we, I think we have the luxury of a collaboration where if one of us isn't available, then the other person, um, and if one of us is particularly interested in working in this one gallery space or with these, you know, under this one application then then the person will take the lead. Um yeah, I just see it as an evolution over time as well. Like it's it's with the pandemic too, this was supposed to be our big presentation year. Um we had two major presentations scheduled and um and which have totally drastically changed. So um I think, you know, when we first started this project, I don't think we really conceived or what it would turn into or how it would evolve or um, I never really thought of like an end point either like I guess it'd be like oh we show it once but really like even doing the presentation we did at HTML's um, that allowed us the space to um, to work with a group of people and to kind of pilot even though it was online so it was that was that was really beneficial Um, and already see how we would manipulate that for the next presentation so um i think it's gotta i think it's gotta keep keep going you know keep growing keep growing little fronds and sprouting more leaves and uh i think that's it's green gazing is gonna be like (laughs) it might be a lifetime project (laughs) um and, and we had, all like Ashley and I both create sounds and music, so we had always intended on creating our own soundscape. And again, just the time restraints, like within our own careers and lifestyles has, has changed so much. Like Ashley's working so much in Toronto film, um, which is a really demanding sphere. So it's like, and then I have a child, so it's getting alone time together is, it's going to gonna come together when it's the right time. So we're, we'll wait patiently like a sprouting
2: plant. Can you maybe describe for our listeners kind of the vision for the presentation? So how this works with the movement and the projections and the biosensors and the plants?
0: The intention was to be immersive. So allow people or draw people in so that they can get grounded both in space um, and in community to sort of build so it would have been a room filled with plants that's like almost the beginning of everything that we've ever written or how we describe things is to be surrounded both by plants and by visual and sound as well there'd be movement while visuals are happening so leslie was going to you know do some live uh, visuals while i was going to lead movement and then we wanted to move from that to into discussion also with visuals and to draw our awareness in but also to move into that more reflective and also challenging space hopefully to you know again build a dialogue together and sort of consider you know various questions about the environment and about technology and the environment and you know our practices in general and there's the the presentation aspect of it that visual and the movement and then there's the discussion and community building sort of a quieter meditative end
1: yeah I think,
0: again, like Ashley was
1: saying, all of our applications begin with or all of our all of our uh, discussions about our project begin with in a room of plants. Um, but now I'm thinking like outside, amongst the trees, um, yeah, it's always based, it's like you're in the plant experience. You are being guided um, by Ashley's voice. Um, You hear our soundscape, uh, which is also influenced by plants. You see the visuals of the pulsing and the transforming of of, uh, plant videos. So the data coming through from the plant um, is connected to a particular visual effect. I'm simply like moving, changing which video the plants are changing. So perhaps we have sample videos from the plants in the room Perhaps the sample videos are from the trees that we are seeing around us. And as the plants are um, moving with the humans, they are sending these signals that are being projected on the screens all around us, and then after we've had a chance to move together, we maybe we're sitting in a circle and maybe we've worked with like different community groups and we have different people um, telling us about you know how are they feeling about the plants and how are they feeling about where they are and what what's coming to their mind in this space and and how can it be used for healing and then at the end we have the opportunity to maybe take home our cute little field guide that we are producing for each of our Events and people can talk about it with their families and talk about it with their friends or just think about it when they have time, when they see some plants, when they're walking to the bus, or and and just having that that uh, that that connection and that present moment later outside of the practice, so they can think about you know. Think about talking to the houseplants or thinking about engaging with trees when they go on a walk in the woods and and how their energy really does affect the natural world and that we can, you know, make change for good or do small things that help us feel connected to the plant world and and that technology is not always evil. It's it helps us illuminate these connections and that Un, you know, fortunately, unfortunately, but we are connected to it, and 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 that's our, that's what's going on. You know, good or bad.
0: <laughs>